I just wish we started a community earlier. I took too long to get to get started. If you're thinking about this community thing, I would just tell you to lean into it and, and start. Welcome back to the Christian Podcaster. As always, I'm your host, Eric Nevins. This is the podcast, the official podcast of Christian Podcasters Association. If you are a Christian podcaster, it doesn't matter if you have a podcast that is for Christians uh, or about theology or the Bible, or you're a Christian who has a podcast about your business, Christian Podcasters Association is for you to help you start or grow your podcast to reach uh, the right audience and ultimately I think to reach the world because content is how the gospel goes out in the 21st century. I'm excited that you're here. This conversation is going to be a good one. Um, I have this kind of uh, five-part worldview about creating podcasting, and um, I'm going to share a little bit of that because I want you to see where this where this fits in this conversation. I've been talking about this on the Christian Podcaster. It's, uh, I'd say it's like a house, but like got kind of five things, your mindset, your message, your mechanics, your marketing, and your monetization. Well, within marketing, we all want to know how to grow a show, right? You want to know how to grow your show, how to get more people, how to get more eyeballs or earballs, as it were, uh, onto my podcast. Well, uh, one of the, there's several ways that you can do that. And I've got kind of five things like email and uh, social media and having great guests and all that. But one of them that I think is neglected and maybe not always talked about is community, starting a community for your podcast. Um, that's probably the one thing I stumbled into best uh, in CPA is I decided to start a Facebook group for Christian podcasters. And it's a great thing. Like I really still to this day is one of the things I do most that I most love. And I think it's where podcasters connect. And I think it's really, really uh, powerful. Okay. All of that to say, I've uh, ran into our guest today recently. We, we were introduced and he's been on my show and we've been hanging out and um, I'm excited. He's But he's got a community and the way he did it and some of those things that he's done, I think are going to be really good for us. So I wanted to talk about it. Our guest, he's the founder of The Lion Within Us. It's a podcast and membership community designed to help Christian men take accountability for themselves or families to grow, right? Chris Granger. Chris, welcome to the Christian podcaster. I'm glad that you're here with us. Oh, Eric, it's an honor to be here. Looking forward to serving and answering questions and talking about community. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you've done this really cool thing where you had the podcast and then you started uh, the membership community. So I want you to tell us a little bit about that story. Tell us some of the origin story of kind of the li the line within us first, and then yep. how you kind of added on the community and how that came about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I started podcasting in 2020 at my secular okay. job and that's, that was been 100%, you know, one to many. Right. And, and that was really to help that company get a lot of influence and, and, and kind of be out there in that space. But then God laid it on my heart said, all right, you need to take the skill that you've been taught and serve me. So we started, you know, we came and prayed about it, went to my wife said, you know, I think God wants me to start a podcast serving Christian men in the area of leadership she laughed because at the time that we had three girls at the house and her, so I was, I was in a house full of women, but we still started to show anyway. And that, but I, I quickly learned God just, as, as I was uh, sending these messages out every week, you know, on the podcast. And then we had exponential growth curve on the podcast. It just blew our mind. 
I was still just that one to many, right? And and I was craving that connection with the listeners. And I started listening to, to different people and 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 this uh, this idea of community kept popping up. And I was like, that's it. I mean, God just clearly laid it out. Say, yep, this is what you need to build. So around the fall of 2022, we really put that uh, into to action and that we can definitely unpack, you know, how we started and launch, soft launch, you know, founders, members, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, because that may be helpful for some of your listeners out there that are considering taking this path. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think uh, that is interesting. And I'm, I think what you said there is great. You uh, wanted to connect with your listeners more, right? And that's absolutely. what a what a community can do. Okay. So how did you know that besides your own kind of feelings, how did you know that your audience needed a community to join and to be together. Well, I was, I was looking at like, you know, podcast downloads that were going high and it was usually around where we were talking about these topics around, you know, building a lion's den, having that group of men that you can have around you to help push you and, and, and get you to where you need to be. And then sometimes I would just reach out to people on LinkedIn and they would hit me up directly or they hit me up on Facebook and I would just have conversations like, why, why do you listen to the show? Well, you know, for one, it's not crap. It's not, you know, it's, you're not trying to preach at me. You know, I just feel like I can connect with you because you're just, you're just a simple Southern guy. So I was making that connection there. But the bigger thing was, I just want some guys to talk to. And so I was like, oh, okay. So it, it started to really seem like it was more of a user driven, you know, a listener driven idea of these guys are really just craving connection because churches, I mean, I, I mean, I know you have a Christian audience, but let's just be real. Churches and men's group, they're terrible. They don't know how to do it. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, they think like a sausage biscuit on a Saturday morning. It's like this men's group. And I'm like, no, bro. So a lot of these guys are just out there just lost and alone. And they just like, they want somewhere they can go and be real. And that kept coming back. That there was a need there to feel. And I was like, you know what? We're going to figure out how to do this. Yeah. Okay. So you did something really interesting there. You were reaching out to your audience or you're reaching out to people on LinkedIn and other places and hearing them. I think that's one of the things that can be a little discouraging for some podcasters because they don't get a lot of feedback. Mm -hmm. Um, And so how did you handle that and get to some of your audience and maybe elaborate on some of those things that you did to, to reach them? I had, well, you got to start with a lead magnet, right? You got to have some type of lead magnet to get them in, to get you a little email list going. And look, my email list is still terrible. It's not, it's not thousands. <laughs> We're talking about less than 500 is my email list, but it's an engaged email list. And that's the difference, man. I'll take an engaged email list of a couple thousand versus 20,000 any day of the week, right? So I had just built a couple of lead magnets and I promoted those heavily early on in the podcast. And that really generated and helped us get from, you know, zero emails to a couple hundred very quickly. And, you know, from there, it was just being being very intentional about reaching out to the one because, you, you know, on the CRM, you can see who's gate, who's engaging, who's opening, who's paying attention. And then just narrow that down and reach out to those people. And that's what we did. Mm. And, you know, now it, there's even a, a software I use called Bonjoro and just. Now I can send oh, like yeah. little video messages to these people and I've seen engagement go up even more. So it's just trying to find a way, bro, just to be intentional and make connections with your listeners and outside of just the podcast media. I mean, cause you think about when they're listening to you, they're probably on a treadmill or driving or something like that. But if you can actually talk to them and get them one-on-one, then they got to stop. And then you can really have that relationship opportunity. And that's, that's what I'm finding yeah. through just looking through the lead magnets and things like that of, of focusing on that email list. Yeah. What was your lead magnet? 
Uh, we had a couple. I did one around like 10 scriptures to fight like a lion. So this is like 10 scriptures. If you're having trouble memorizing mm-hmm. scriptures, like let me just give you 10 super easy ones, but they're going to be super impactful ones that's going to help you fight the battle that you need to fight. Then I had one for like nine habits that you need to make a uh, be an effective leader. So they were the two big ones, uh, and that we just we just promoted those nonstop. Yep. Yeah, how long were they? Were they were they like you know thousands of pages? No, PDFs, bro, like uh, right, one or two page right, PDFs, and then and like the ten scriptures had like a ten email sequence that came along with it. Okay. So I would be I would drip it with them along the way, uh, and then I did write an ebook. So there's a longer piece of content for there. So that's a, a personal finance ebook. So that is that's on our website too. But by far, the ten scriptures and the nine habits is what people. They gravitate to the most. Now I'm in the middle of, of building a whole new lead magnet because I think we got to ramp it up. But just start with the simple lead magnet, answer a problem, and then usually get, that will get some traction. And that's exactly what I was trying to get at because I think a lot of us want to make our lead magnet bigger, better, badder that you know than the last thing or something else that we've seen, and we compare ourselves to people who are who have been doing it longer or who have had more time or have teams you know some people have whole teams uh you know creating stuff for them online and we compare ourselves to them when really all you need to do is is really i mean Canva is an amazing tool at this point like you can do just about anything that you want on there and you can create a PDF that you can give away and it doesn't have to be you know pages and pages of content it just needs to be that quick win let me give you some scripture to think about. Let me give you one thing to to do, something that connects to your people. One thing that you've done really well, I think, Chris, is you you know that your message dials into exactly the struggles that men are feeling. Right. Yeah, and that's that's because I, I sat down and I, I designed an avatar, and I, I got really clear on an avatar. So when I write, I mean, my avatar has a name, Bradley. I mean, we have he has a there's a backstory. So I test every piece of content I put out, particularly around lead magnets, around am I speaking something that I think is just going to make me feel good or am I, am I helping Bradley? Because if I'm helping Bradley, then then we're going to get some traction. You know, so mm-hmm. that's really where I test everything against. It's not like ideas that I have. It's like, all right, how can I serve this one person? That is a whole mindset shift, right? So mm-hmm. instead of is this my content that I'm doing for some for, for myself? Or is it something I'm doing for someone else that I can actually speak to that person and into their lives? That's a whole different deal, right? Yep. I love that. I love it. Okay. So you mentioned Bradley. This is your avatar. I was going to ask how you defined who your audience is. So how did you come up? Did you go through like some, some um, exercise for defining your avatar or how'd you, how'd you find that? Well, I sat down, I actually went through Donald Miller story brand. Uh, uh, yeah. he, he has story brand training and he's got a book and I mean, you can just sit down and literally go through the book, bro. It's, it's, it's a piece of cake. You're probably pulling it up right there. There you go. Yeah. So Donald Miller's awesome. Stu McLaren, all these guys are awesome. Yeah. Right. And they just, they just help you just think through and then all starts with who you want to serve. And for me, it was just very clear. God wanted me to serve the Christian man that not necessarily was just getting started, but just maybe once a couple steps behind me. You know, because I'm not a pastor, I'm not a theologian. I'm just a man who loves God and want to help some help somebody. You know, avoids a lot of the mistakes that I made. So it just started sitting under and just writing it out and testing it and and talking to some of the people. And I tell you, the avatar has shifted since the community started. I started thinking my avatar was in the early 20s, but now my avatar is 35 to 55. And mm-hmm. the reason is because I figured out when you get in your early 20s, you know everything. 
So let's go ahead and talk to the guys that are 35 to 55 because they're the ones that actually say, yeah, I think I need some help with this stuff, man. And and that's just where our community is at. So it's just the avatar getting super clear. So we redid the avatar about a month or two ago just to help with thought process of content creation. And that, that's really helped me dial in on a few things. Yeah. Okay. See, I think that's really powerful. And what I love what you did there is you adjusted as you, as you went and you found that these are the people who are actually responding to my message. You don't right. have to get it right the first time. You just have to look at, uh, you start with one, you'll attract other people and then you may need to evaluate. I love that. Very good. Yep. Okay. So you decided to do a community and a kind of paid membership that you're, you're doing with that, with, mm-hmm. with, uh, the line within us. Tell us about the process of kind of starting that. Cause I'm, you know, I don't know about you, but as I've been looking around the last year or so, um, finally my platform has one, but there's all these other places where that have platforms where you can do it. And how did you decide like the structure and the time mm-hmm. and like, what did you, what did you consider and where'd you end up? Well, we looked at a lot of different ones, man. And we, a lot of different platforms. We ended up, uh, we tried Kajabi and I, I tried that for about eight hours. <laughs> I figured <laughs> out that it would not do what I want. So I, I demanded a refund. They gave me a refund. So we ended up going with Mighty Networks. Uh, and I didn't start off with a paid membership, man. So I opened the mm. thing up and we started it off with a beta. And I just made, I was very clear on my podcast listeners. Like, look, we're starting this community. I need you guys to jump in here. I know you're listening. We're seeing the downloads. I need you to sign up. And, and I said, it's a free, it's open. I just need some feedback. And then I hit my email list. And within a couple of months, we got that membership up to about 150 guys. And they were in there. They were, they were engaged. And that also gave me about a quarter to test a lot of stuff, man. I mean, mm-hmm. just who would come to stuff? What did they like? What did they not like? What does actually running a community look like? You know, because we have the forum going and you have all different events and things like that. And there's so many things you could do. It can be so overwhelming. And like, what was their user experience like? So that whole first quarter, it was just learning. But around November, I said, okay, guys, January 1st, we're going to, the paywall is going up and this free thing that you guys are liking that, that's, that seems to be serving you. There's going to be a paywall because at the end of the day, this is where God's leading me. And I don't know about you, but when I go to a grocery store, they demand money. So I can't just walk out of the grocery store <laughs> out with, with, with food if, unless I pay for it. So this is, this is a different type of ministry, but it is a ministry. So guys, we're putting the paywall up and I actually, and, and I'm giving you all the details, man, uh, and stop me where you want. I pulled a group of the, I pulled a group of those guys that were in that community, about twelve of them, and I said I need a steering committee, and I need you guys to help show me what's the right price point. And so we had a very what would be an awkward conversation, right? Was totally not awkward. They actually. I was underselling myself. I had the price level way down here. These guys were like, Chris, we see what you're doing, bro. You need to be up here. So we ended up meeting in the middle, and but they drove it. And you guess what? So when I took the price point to the community, I said, now look, this is not Chris in a vacuum. This is Chris going to a group of members, Lions, getting their feedback and also testing it against other communities that I'm seeing. Because some of these things, I mean, some of these uh, communities out there, they can be $10,000 a year. I mean, you can put some serious bank in a community. I said, but here's where we landed. And we landed based off of this feedback. And you know what? We converted about 23% of that free uh, group into full-blown members and probably 
80 or percent of those or more went with the annual plan. So they're already annual members. We gave them a founder's discount. Uh, but man, that, that was a big way to make the community. Cause you always fear like, well, if I, how do I start a community? Cause I don't want it just to be like two people. Cause then that's just weird. Right. It's just like, nobody's there. You have to have some people that have engagement uh, or you don't want just to be you the only one that's, that's putting stuff out all the time. That's not a community. So you got to have a good mix. So right now we're sitting just right around 50 guys. It's growing. And now I'm using them. They're, they're my biggest advocates to promote with their other friends and things like that to bring them in. But that soft launch, man, that was, that was huge. Okay. I love the strategy. Uh, did you, so what did you do? People who were in it that decided not to pay, did they just no longer have access? Boot them out, man. You got at some point and that was tough. I had to sit down on January January 1st. I sat down because I I had to count down, man. I was doing a big countdown in the podcast, a big countdown in the community. And it was hard to sit down and knock out, you know, basically a hundred people. And I tried my best, but you know, people don't convert. Sometimes when you, when the head and the heart is one thing, but hitting the wallet, yo, that's a different thing, you know? And so, but it was, I will tell you this, even though that was hard, it was the best thing I ever did because the community at that point, from that moment, it just like, it came to life. Guys wanted to be there. They had skin in the game and they were there intentionally at that point, man. Mm. So it was, it was probably one of the best things from a health standpoint. We had guys that were in there soliciting and all this and trying to come uh-huh. up with, you know, I was like, so we were able to get a lot of that stuff out of there uh, yeah, yeah. and just be really intent. Now we're just like the guys that are there, you know, they want to be, and we still offer a 30 day free trial. So we tell everybody all the time, you have a month, like check it out. And if you end up not liking me or not liking the content, then bounce out. That's fine. And, and we've had people do mm-hmm. that, but we've also had a lot of people who stick around and had several members who say, you know what? I joined just because I, I thought you were full of crap. And then after joining <laughs> and saying that this is like for real, they're like, I got to stay now because it's so, it's too cool. I'm like, there you go, man. This is just give God all the glory. Man, I love that. Okay, so tell us about what's the most effective way that you promote your community? How are you getting members? How do you get people to to join? Podcast is a big one for sure. You know, we put we have ads specific. So I don't have I don't use any space on my podcast for promoting anybody's stuff except ours. Mm-hmm. So I stopped all the affiliate marketing. I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah, I do one hundred percent. I want people to buy my stuff, and our stuff is the community. Mm-hmm. So. That's been it. And somebody told me one time, you know, you can spend, unless you're someone like, you know, my buddy Al Robertson and Unashamed and you have millions of downloads a month, you're going to have a hard time making serious bank with affiliates. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'll get more if I sell two members a month, you know, through my ads than a hundred, you know, thing affiliate marketing. So I do big, I'm big on that. And then email marketing uh, around the community itself. And then from there, it's just a matter of, you know, just talk, it's literally talking about it everywhere I go, you know, podcasts that I do a lot of different shows and just talking about the value of community and just where you can try to serve people. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So I love that, that you're able to use your podcast to bring people into your community and to tell them about it. This is one of the things I think uh, is sometimes you know, there's a statement Paul makes, right? How will they know if they're not told, right? Like that applies to your podcast too, to your community. Uh, also, obviously the gospel, if I'm, I'm borrowing here, but um, yep. yeah, but you have to, you have to be willing to say something and tell people that this is something that you offer and that it is out there. I love that. Okay. So within that, I know you and I have talked before, cause you were a recent guest on halfway there. My, my podcast, we talked yep. a little bit about some of the things that are happening in the, in the community 
and how uh, you're kind of fostering honest conversations among your members and you're seeing some things where guys are holding each other accountable and they're coming in and saying, Hey, I got to change. How are you doing that? What are the ways that you do that inside of a, a mighty networks group? Well, inside of Mighty Networks, you basically set up these spaces. So we have spaces set up. So it starts off, one of the biggest things I do every morning, Monday through Friday. We want, well, first of all, our Monday episode on a podcast is called Spiritual Kickoff, and they get a lot of downloads. So it's just me unpacking one or two verses of scripture and how to simplify and apply it to my life. Very, very simple thought, right? You're going you're gonna to find this is a very common theme with me. It's simple. Like a simple man, like Leonard Skinner, that's my theme yeah. song of my life, right? <laughs> so there you go. So every day I go in, I, Mighty Networks gives you the ability to go live in your community. So I go live. I would mm. usually have, I don't know, 10 or 12 guys on in the mornings, and I'm just reading scripture and telling them how they can apply this scripture to their walk. And right now we're working chronologically through the New Testament. It's really cool. We just started James today. It's my favorite book of the Bible. I was pretty amped up this morning. So we do that, and then we post those recordings and in a space within the community. So if you can't make it, it's no big deal. You can watch it on your own. And I have so many guys tell me, like, I can't make the time you're on. Like, no worry, bro. And I, and they'll go watch it. So we do that. And then we have events and we're big on events because I'm big on getting guys together. So you have to have a mix of these things, guys, if you're thinking about it. So we have masterminds. I have two masterminds going right now. We do a Bible study on Thursday nights. Wednesdays, we do a lion lunch and that's just one o'clock Eastern. Literally, you just having lunch. You'll be surprised how many people come to that. Saturday morning, I have a Bible study that a moderator leads. We're just kicking up a dad boot camp, like a workshop, like a 10-week thing to, for, to help help us focus on be better dads. Uh, there's a sexual purity workshop that's coming up that we're working on. We have a business meeting once a month. We just started a book club. So like it's like a buffet. It's the best example. Like I'm going to give mm-hmm. you all mm-hmm. these options. You'll never eat them all. I mean, you you just there's no way. But I'm going to try to make it super simple where you don't feel like you need to eat them all. So I have some guys who literally just come to the Thursday night Bible study. I have some guys who just come to the SKO. I have some guys who who try to come to everything, but they just but it's their form. And you just make it. The biggest feedback I got is you got to make it super convenient for men to come together. Because you, if you just say, "Hey guys, get around and talk," they ain't gonna talk. But if you give them an opportunity <laughs> to come and come together and talk about a topic, then they'll open up. And I'm telling you, I have seen it. Like I teach Sunday school, so you try to get a bunch of guys talking, it ain't gonna happen. But in here. They'll bring it up. And I ask them, why? Why do you guys talk about your issues with pornography, your issues with your marriage, your issues with your finances? Like on the first meeting, why will you bring this stuff up? They're like, well, I'm not going to run into you at the at the grocery store after church, you know, or at the restaurant after church. Like they, there's, they feel a level of separation, but also an extreme level of connection with these guys. So you just create these events. And of course, we have a forum and things like that. Uh, and the big one of the big things you got to make it sticky. So Mighty Networks has a, uh, a uh, an app for their phone. So a lot of these guys, they, it's right mm-hmm. on the hip pocket at all times. They get notifications. And I've had several guys that say, you know, I've deleted all my social media apps. The only thing I have is to line within us. And it's just mm-hmm. changed them because when they're there, they're not going to see. Nobody's going to mess with this algorithm. You know, they're not going to be feet, you know, scrolling and all of a sudden there's a picture of a chick, right? Or something that's going to pull them some alcohol or, or something like that. Nope. If right. they're within our community, they're going to get fed what we feed them. And that's, you know, godly things, godly content. So that's been the biggest area is just make these events super intentional 
and give them opportunities to engage. And then that drives a lot of the content that I create. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay. So, but you also mentioned like three or four different things that you're doing every week, right? Yeah. So that to me, I can tell, I can, I'm just imagining everybody listening is going, okay, that seems like a lot of work. It seems like a lot of things that, that I got to do. How do you manage all those requirements, creating con- the content, the meetups and all that kind of stuff? Well, at Mighty Networks, when you set stuff up, you can set up recurring events. So like for my Bible study, the Lion Lunch, a lot, all the things I just talked about, the masterminds, they're recurring events with their own spaces. Now, to scale, I can't be all me, right? I mean, people come to mm-hmm. a community a lot. For one, they do come. So if you're thinking about community, they are coming to the community for more access to you. So you need to realize that, you know, that they do want some access to you. But you got to make it super simple. So like when you're thinking through all these different events and things like that, a lot of times I'll have moderators who run these areas and moderators, just a community member who I've elevated. So it's really cool when you go to people and say, Hey, I need your help in this space. Would you mind being the moderator of our Saturday Bible study? And immediately guys jump over it. Like the book club idea just came up this past weekend. So I went out to the guy who had the idea. I'm like, this is a wonderful idea. I don't have time to do it. Would you mind if I create the space and create, give you, help you with the content, would you mind facilitating this? And he's like, would love to do that. You know, he mm-hmm. has a leadership opportunity and a community that teaches you about leadership. So for me, it just, it works that way, but it can get hectic. I mean, if you try to make yourself the center of every one of those meetings, it will definitely drain you. So I'm trying to engineer right. myself out of some more of these and let the community itself, you know, live on its own. And that's when you have a healthy community. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So what, I've been thinking about this a lot because uh, so like tonight in our CPA gold meeting, which is my membership for Christian podcasters, we're talking about um, Caitlin Beatty's idea of which did you read celebrities for Jesus? You should definitely check that out. If you have it, it's great, great book, but she defines celebrity as um, influence without proximity, right? Mm. Which is sort of the opposite of what you're doing. Amen. You're creating um, a community where you know people, where people know you, where you have, even though you're not in the same geographical space, you still have, you care about who they are. You care about what they can do. They could reach you if they need to. And, um, and then in the process, you're elevating and uh, giving responsibility to other people. So it's not all about you. I think mm-hmm. that's fantastic and kind of amazing. Um, I, and I do, I do love that. I kind of think secretly, don't tell anybody I said this as we record it and broadcast it all over the internet. I sort of secretly think that some of these communities, I know it's not a replacement for your local church, but as you mentioned, uh, sometimes these communities are filling a need, right? That yep. are, that our local churches aren't able to do. Um, right. And I'm, and I'm more okay with that than I used to be. That I would have been say 10 years ago. Well, I mean, I tell people all the time, like, yo, I'm not your local church. You know, there is no substitute right. for your local church. I am a very good, not I, the lion within us is a very good supplement, but we're not going to replace your local church. Like we got to get you plugged into a body, brother. I mean, that is, that is most important. And I'm also just very real people, man. I'm very open and honest. I've dealt with anxiety. I've dealt with stress. I've dealt with, I've lost a child. I've been through a divorce. Like I've I've lost 130 pounds. I used to be 330 pounds. Like I've gone through some crap, right? I mean, and and when you are open and honest, like people, that just resonates with folks, man, versus just fake, the fake you, like that that, that guy's doing just fine. I just want to bring real me. And I Mm. feel like because of that, because I'm so transparent and open about the stuff I struggle with, it just resonates, man. And I think that's the big thing that's really 
so many of my guys out. I like I'm the lead one to put the prayer requests on a prayer request board. Like we have a prayer request board <laughs> and I'm putting stuff out there and I'm supposed to be like the leader of the community. Right. Like, but look, yo, like the leader. No, no, I'm just, I'm just another member here, a servant of Christ. We're going to do this stuff together. And I got crap too. Yeah. So I think that's resonating with a lot of the guys. I love that. Authenticity, my friends is a big, big deal. So we, this is why we talk about a lot, particularly online. People, people want to know, they want to hear, from you and they want to relate to your struggles because they've got them too. Right. And we all know that. So, okay. If you could do one thing differently at the start of your community, like if you could, or if you could change something about it, what would you, what would it be? Uh, if I would think the biggest thing I would th- change would be to start earlier. I just wish we started a community earlier mm-hmm. because that, that one to many was going, was going so good. And we just, I felt like I took too long to get to get started, you know, but I mean, I'm learning now, but I just think if you're thinking about this community thing, I would just tell you to lean into it and, and start because there has been nothing as transformative in my personal life, just with these men that, I, that I'm trying to serve and trying to help that ha- that has come from just starting this community and never would have happened if I would have just been focusing on growing the podcast and, and or maybe one-on-one mm-hmm. coaching. I mean, that's, that's a great model, right? I mean, that, and maybe that is your model, but for me, this cohort style of bringing guys together, man, it has just been, uh, it's been fulfilling. It's bringing me a lot of joy and also to see the impact it's making in people's lives. Like we direct got some stories, bro, that would just blow your mind. Yeah. Is there one that you're some results that you're seeing among your members that kind of surprise you and, and yeah, uh, that you're kind of proud of? The biggest one, and I give God all the glory, but we had a guy join in November and he joined and actually said, you know what? Uh, my wife has served me divorce papers. I know I need to be a better man, a better leader. And I just need you. I, I, I need to be around, around more strong Christian men. So he started coming to the events. He came to the Thursday night, Thursday night Bible study. He would come to the daily spiritual kickoff. We would text from time to time and we just start praying together. I mean, we literally would just pray for this man and we would tell him like, look, you never you stop trying to win her. Start being the man that she needs, right? You just start being, you take care of you and, and be that leader of yourself. Like that's how you, that's how you, you know, advance and move things, move things down the field. Like, so focus on God and do that. He messaged me last weekend and he was like, Chris, I, I, I'm happy to say that my wife came into to our bedroom, tore up the divorce papers. We're reconciled. We're, we're still going to counseling, but divorce is off the table. He's like, so you can officially say that the line within us is saving marriages. And I was like, all right, brother, I'm not going to, I'm going to give all the glory to the Holy spirit, but that's incredible. And he's like, mm. his wife actually said, I give the, the, the credit to the, the change in my husband because the men that he's been around in the community. And I was like, man, how much better of a testimony can you get than that? You know, it's just like, that's what it's all about. Does that happen every day? No, I'd be lying if I told you that, you know, but all I can tell you is one thing it's happened in his marriage and that's proof enough for me. Right. And sometimes if you can just reach one person, right? Like you keep that in mind and right. you, cause you know, you're not going to hear every story even uh, that happens. One thing I love most about CPA is there's a lot of things that happen in their connections that are made. That I never even see. Right. And that's the way I want it. So uh, that's what I, that's what I wanted. I love it, Chris. I love the story of you starting the line within us and kind of um, just creating that community. Cause I think it teaches us something really important friends. Uh, if you're a podcaster, 
think about starting your own community. And you heard what Chris said, right? His only regret is that he wished they didn't start it sooner, right? That it needed to be started sooner. He gave us some ideas about how to, to get started. Um, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of charging. Do it for free. Experiment a lot. Figure out what people need. Um, but for real community, dependent, regardless of what your message is, uh, it will grow your audience. It will grow you. It'll challenge you and your mindset, and it will help your show. And I think these little micro communities are kind of what the future of not only the internet and content is going to be, but it's really where a lot of that power is. So that's what I think we've heard from you. Chris, is there anything you want to leave us with? I'm going to tell people where to find you here in just a minute, but what, what do you want to leave us with? I mean, my biggest thing, man, is just what I leave everybody with whenever I talk to them is look, you just need to be obedient and do whatever he tells you to do. And he is the Holy spirit. And if you just do that and just be obedient to the, to whatever he's called you to do, you can unleash the line within. And for me, you know, that start, that means starting a community and, and, and getting out here and being very uncomfortable on live shows like this. And, you know, someone who deals with stress and anxiety, this is not exactly my cup of tea, but this is, it's, I'm doing it because I'm being obedient. And I really yep. feel like if we just had more of that obedience in our daily walk, and just we're just you know up to whatever he calls us to, just like Mary says in John two, you know those 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 uh, those waiters, they probably thought that Jesus was crazy when he said to fill those water jugs up with with with, with water, right? But when that stuff turned to wine, they looked pretty awesome then, didn't they? So I mean, just be obedient to that to whatever he calls you, and you can't go wrong. Amen. Absolutely. All right, guys. So Chris, you can find Chris at the line within dot us with us dot us right. So the line within dot us. Yep. So that's where it is. And you mentioned that 30 day trial, which I think is a really cool uh, way yep. to go as well. So you can sign up, uh, gentlemen, if you're interested in the community, sign up there, do that and uh, try it out and see how that goes for sure. Chris, thanks for sharing with us here. You some of your story. Yeah. And for sure. I mean, if you're thinking about community, seriously, jump in it. I don't mind open book. We've had several people jump in because they want to know how to start a community. I'm completely open. I'm okay. I'm cool with that. You're not going to like, make me mad i mean if i can help you advance and do help you with your call just pop in the community hey let's have a conversation i would ask that you tell me that that's why you're there and then hey i will i will get on i've gotten on several zoom calls i'll open up the back end of the mighty networks and show you what it looks like and just give you a rundown because i mean if it if it advances the kingdom in one way or the other that's what it's all about there you go i love that thank you for that generous offer that's fantastic i appreciate it for sure 